Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Song, 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 theme song. We're now at the top of page 204, and our first word is, I think it is pronounced cheddar or chodder, C-H-A-D-O-R. It is a noun from 1525. A large cloth worn as a combination head covering, veil, and shawl used by uh, usually by uh, Muslim women, especially in Iran. So, uh, obviously, I have not heard of this, um, and I shall post a picture. Uh, because, you know, it's important for us to learn about these things that we don't know about. It says it is a Hindi and Urdu and Persian word uh, from the Hindi uh, Qadar C-A-D-D-A-R. I am sure I am not pronouncing that correctly. Um, That is the Hindi word, and then the Urdu word is chadar, C-H-A-D-D-A-R, and the Persian is basically the same as that. Uh, Okay, next is chabol, or uh, jebel, jebel, I guess. Uh, We'll we'll say chabol for this one. C-H-A-E-B-O-L. Noun from 1984, a family-controlled industrial conglomerate in South Korea. Uh, yeah, this is from the Korean word, chaebol. Uh, from che, which means wealth or property, plus pol, which means faction or clan. So yeah, it's a group all about wealth and property. Uh, yeah, I, I am not familiar with this. It is a chaebol. Next is Kita, C-H-A-E-T-A. These first few words in this episode are hard to pronounce for me because they are not pronounced the way that they are spelled. Um, uh, But yes, these are words. So this is Kita, noun from uh, circa 1866. Synonyms are bristle and Sita, S-E-T-A. so that's not terribly helpful if you don't know what those are. Bristle, the only thing I can think of is like bristles on a brush, but maybe that's a different definition. I don't know. Uh, but ketel is an adjective. This is from the Greek chaiti uh, or kati, which means long flowing hair. Ah, interesting. Uh, so that helps a bit. Okay, next we have ketognath. Ketognath? <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. It is spelled C-H-A-E-T-O-G-N-A-T-H, Ketognath. Noun from circa 1889, the synonym is arrowworm. And then uh, Chitognath is also an adjective. So what is up with this name? It is uh, from the New Latin uh, Chitognatha, which is a class or phylum name, ultimately from the Greek uh, Chaiti plus Nag. Nago, no, how do you say this word? Nathos, which means jaw. There's a G at the beginning of that word, by the way, nathos. Uh, and there's more at the word, the suffix nathos, gnathos. Um, so probably that probably means jawed or something with jaws. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe these arrowworms have jaws. Yeah, I, I'm sure I read this in the, when we were in the A's, and I just don't remember. But uh, a worm with jaws sounds kind of weird creepy and i want to see it and i don't remember if i posted a picture but that sounds fascinating okay moving on to the word chafe c-h-a-f-e my cat audrey is just staring at me like what are you doing 
This is the first form of chafe. It is a verb from the 14th century. Number one, we are starting with transitive. Number one, synonyms are irritate and vex. Number two, to warm by rubbing, especially with the hands. 3A, to rub so as to wear away. And the synonym is abraid. A-B-R-A-D-E. As in, the strap chafed his skin. This is definitely the, uh, the definition that I think of mostly when I think of chafe. 3B, to make sore by or as if by rubbing. Don't you hate it when you're walking or running for a long time and your thighs start rubbing up against each other? This is a thing that some people have to deal with, and it is not fun. No, you're not allowed on those pillows, Audrey. Please and thank you. I'm going to put the blanket over your head like I did that other day, and then you're just going to sleep because you're so cozy all up in there. Okay, cool. Uh, so where were we? Now we are on intransitive for chafe one to feel irritation, discontent, or impatience. Synonym is fret, as in chafes at the rules. Number two, to rub and thereby cause wear or irritation. This is from the Middle English chaufin, which means to warm, from the Anglo-French chaufer, from the vulgar Latin calfare, which is an alternative of the Latin calefacere, which is from the verb calire or calere, which means to be warm, plus facere. So calefacare is from calere and facere. So calere means to be warm and facere means to make. So make warm. That is calefacare. Uh, That's a fun word to say. And there's more at the synonyms li and do. Uh, By the way, vulgar Latin, I don't remember what context, just the last day or so I was... I heard the word, and I had a, a thought. I had a thought in my head of like, oh, well, what does vulgar mean in this case? Because I see vulgar Latin a lot, or sometimes it'll just be in here somewhere. And I think it means like either original or um, basic or something. I don't know. This is terrible. I shouldn't have said anything because now I think I've just made it more complicated. Okay, moving on to the second form of chafe noun from 1551. One. A state of vexation. Synonym is rage. I am so chafed by things and stuff. Number two, injury or wear caused by friction. And then also the synonyms friction and rubbing. Next is chafer. Noun from before the 12th century. Any of various scarab beetles, as of the cockchafer that feed on leaves and flowers and whose larvae feed on plant roots. So I guess the cockchafer is uh, is one of those beetles. So this is from Old English uh, chiafor, probably akin to the Old English chaffle, which means jowl. And there's more at the word jowl, like the neck under your jaw is the jowl. Next, we have the word chaff. So that before we had chafe, now we have chaff spelled C-H-A-F-F, first form, noun from before the 12th century. One, the seed coverings and other debris separated from the seed in threshing grain. Two, something comparatively worthless. Three, the scales borne on the receptacle among the florets in the heads of many composite plants. Four, material ejected into the air 
for reflecting radar waves. And there is a lot of parentheses. So that was the whole definition. But with the parentheses, it says, material as strips of foil or clusters of fine wires ejected into the air for reflecting radar waves as for confusing an enemy's radar detection. That is chaff. Chaffy is an adjective. This is from, uh, let's see, the Old High German cheva, which means husk. Now we have the second form of chaff, noun from 1821, light jesting talk. And the synonym is banter. Ah, yes, we are bantering about, it's just chaff, this talk is chaff. Third form of chaff, transitive verb from 1827, to tease good-naturedly. Oh, that was the transitive. I didn't expect there to be an intransitive. It's so short. Uh, And then the intransitive is just two synonyms, which say jest and banter. Next is chaffer, first form, noun from the 13th century. It is archaic, and it means a haggling about price. Uh, A haggle. So when you are haggling, that haggle is a a chaffer. We're having a chaffer about the price, I think. Um... So this is from the Middle English chafare uh, or chafare from chep, which means trade, plus fare or fare, which means journey. So trading on a journey. And there's more at the word, oh, cheap and fair. Interesting. Uh, when, yeah, when you're, when you're trying to make it cheaper, that's, that's all connected. Cool. Okay, next is the second form of chaffer. It is a verb from the 14th century, starting with intransitive. One synonym is haggle. Two is British. To exchange small talk, synonym is chatter. I think that would be similar to the banter that we saw before. Uh, Now, transitive number one synonyms are exchange and barter. I think it's interesting that banter and barter are so similar. So when you're bantering about, you're having a barter, you are are bartering, you are haggling for what this exchange is going to amount to. Yes, yeah, so you, you'd never know that these are all related, but they are. Okay, number two, to bargain for. And chafferer is a noun. Okay, next we have chaffinch or chaffinch. Uh, it's chaff and then finch, all one word, noun, from before the 12th century. A common European finch uh, of which the male has a pinkish brown breast. And this, uh, the scientific name is Fringilla colebs, or celebs, and that is of the family Frangilidae. 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 Uh, this is from the Old English, uh, I'm going to say chef, plus fink, which means finch, but it doesn't say what chef means in that context, but that's okay. It's just a finch. Uh, next, we have chafing dish, two words, Noun from the 15th century. A utensil for cooking or keeping food warm at the table. Uh, let's see. This is from Middle English. Uh, chaufen or chaffin, which means to warm. So it's, yes, it's keeping it warm. It's not, the food, it's not rubbing the food up against other food to make them irritated. No, it is keeping them warm. It's a different definition. Okay, next we have Chagas disease. Chagas uh, sha, Shagases, Shag, yeah. Oh, Shagases, yes, because there's a, an apostrophe at the end. Shagases disease with a capital C. 
this is a noun from 1912. A tropical American disease that is caused by a uh, trypanosome and is marked by prolonged high fever, edema, and enlargement of the spleen, liver, and lymph nodes. So that sounds pretty terrible. Uh, the scientific name of this trypanosome, which I have no idea what that is, is a uh, trypanosoma cruci. This is named after Carlos Chagas, who died in 1934 and was a Brazilian physician. So uh, he was the one who probably, you know, figured out what this very specific disease was and got to name it after himself. Okay, we are now on our last word of this episode. It is chagrin, C-H-A-G-R-I-N, first form, noun from circa 1681. Disquietude or distress of mind caused by humiliation, disappointment, or failure. Uh, And this is a French word from their word, chagrin. It's the exact same word, uh, which means sad. Oh, chagrin. I'm feeling like, is there a connection to our word grin, and it's the opposite of grin? I don't know. I'm making this up, but it maybe makes more sense, or maybe makes some sense but it's probably very wrong. Uh, But let's look at the second form of chagrin. It is a verb. I think it's just transitive from 1733. To vex or unsettle by disappointing or humiliating. As in, he was chagrined to learn that his help was not needed. Oh, he wanted so badly to help. That's how I feel. And then they said, no, 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 we don't need your help. You know, why did they say they don't need his help? Either... This is not a thing. We we don't need to focus on that. We're talking about the word chagrin. He was chagrin. That's all that matters. Uh, okay, so we had cheddar, uh, chebol, kita, kitagnath, kitagnath. Sorry, those words threw me. Uh, chafe, chafer, chaff, chaffer, chaffer, chaffinch, chafing dish, Chagas's disease, and chagrin. Uh, hmm. I honestly am not sure what I want to pick as the word of the episode. Uh, Let's see. Maybe I shall pick chafing dish as the word of the episode because it keeps your food warm and you want to eat warm food and you you just got to eat it before it's cold. Sometimes you can't eat it right away, so you need a chafing dish. I like my food to be warm. Uh, These songs are getting worse and worse, aren't they? You know, I would be so bad at like some sort of on-the-spot song battle or rap battle uh yeah my my brain just doesn't come up with the words very quickly um chafing dish yeah these songs can be nonsense right chafing dish chafing dish gotta put your food on the table and it gets warm and you put it in a chafing dish that wasn't great but that's the standard here that we have at the dictionary okay so today is april 23rd it is World Book and Copyright Day. It is uh, both the English Language Day and Spanish Language Day. I think those are observed through the UN. Um, so it's, it's both of those. I'm not sure how that's possible, but it, they, they put them on the, both on the same day, which I think is kind of silly. Um, it is the 11th day of Ramadan in the UK. It is Shakespeare Day. It is in Estonia Veterans Day. In Spain, National Secretary Day. Uh, In Bolivia, Dia del Inventor. So that's Day of the Inventor. Anything else that I have to say? Uh, 
It is uh, Castile and Leon Day in Castile and Leon. In the Conk Republic, Key West, Florida, it is Independence Day. It is, what is this? International Pixel-Stained Techno-Peasant Day. That sounds very techy. In Manipur, it is Konjom Day. In Turkey and Northern Cyprus, it is National Sovereignty and Children's Day. I hope there are people in all of these various places around the world that are listening to this, so they're hearing me shout out their holiday. In China, it is Navy Day. In England, it is St. George's Day. It, well, that's that's that for that. And then what is our more fun holiday? April 23rd. I gotta scroll to it. It is... Oh, no, I don't want to create an account. Thank you very much. It is a few things. It is Day of Silence. And there's a picture of the uh, uh, LGBTQ flag. So I'm yeah, Day of Silence is a campaign that seeks to shed light on what many LGBTQ youth experience daily. Uh, yeah, so that's a big thing, a big thing. Um, so, yeah, maybe be silent for a part of the, today. That would be good. Uh, it is also National Cherry Cheesecake Day, National Picnic Day, National Take a Chance Day, uh, and take our daughters and sons to work day. Um, also, as I said before, um, I think that was the first one I said, World Book Day. So it's books, and uh, there's a lot There's a lot going on today. Um, oh, and by the way, it is Shakespeare's Day because, I just remembered this, because not only was Shakespeare born on April 23rd, but he also died on April 23rd. Can you imagine he died on his birthday? That's That's a rough way to go. Not a rough way to go. I don't know how he died. I don't remember. But to die on your birthday seems odd. Okay, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.